Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to the Kind Parenting Company podcast. I'm Jackie Ward. And I'm Kylie Camps. Join us as we explore topics and share evidence-based information, all while honoring our commitment to kind parenting practices. This is a safe space for conversation and reflections on parenting and motherhood, designed to best support you in raising your little loves and to be the parent you want to be. We are so excited that you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. Today's podcast is a solo episode with me, Kylie, and I'm sitting down and having a chat with you about ways that we as parents and caregivers can support our little ones to have a safer internet experience. So this time every year since 2005, there is a thing called Safer Internet Day. And really what it's all about is just bringing our attention and our awareness to the important things that we as parents really do need to consider when it comes to letting our children be active on the internet because this is the world that they live in and if you've listened to my episode with Dr. Christy Goodwin I'm sure that you already have some great tips in your back pocket there but I wanted to just refresh your memory and touch on five key areas that we really all need to as adults keep in mind when it comes to internet use because our kids are so like entangled with the internet they don't know a world without it not like us you know when we can remember plugging in the cord and waiting for the internet to dial up children now have internet access down pat and often it blows adults away how much our children really do know and how much they're accessing the internet so there are five things that I wanted to touch on today in regards to just celebrating a safer internet day So number one, I want you to really consider what is it that we are keeping our children safe from? Because when I hear the term safer internet day, my mind straight away kind of goes to keeping our kids safe from predators, keeping them safe from strangers who might be wanting to converse with them. But that's only one area that we really need to be mindful of it's a big one but it's only one so keeping them safe from people who might be trying to communicate with them for nefarious reasons also keeping them safe from viewing content that is not at all age appropriate such as porn or violent content also keeping them safe from bullying You know, depending on the age of your children we really want to be across the fact that now more than ever Kids have access to other kids in ways that they just didn't 20 years ago. You know, it's not like someone needs to ring the landline to talk to your child. They can access them pretty much any time if your child is at the age of having a smartphone or perhaps even if they've just got an iPad. So protecting them from bullying is important as well. It's also worth being mindful of protecting them from 
acting in a way on the internet that could cause harm to other people or could cause harm to them, like their future selves. So thinking about their digital footprint and what they're putting out online. And that could be, you know, because they're encouraged by friends to do something online that they might not think of on their own or from someone who is a stranger and who is reaching out and encouraging them to do something. Or it could just be through like their own you know silly actions because they're kids they're underage they're not old enough to make these decisions perhaps not understanding the damage that they could do if they upload something that's sensitive or mean um, or dangerous to themselves or other people so those are a few things that it's worth keeping in mind when it comes to just that topic of what is it that we are keeping children safe from the next point that i wanted to touch on is supervision and moderation. So if your children are at the age where they are accessing the internet, it really is our responsibility as parents to be across parental control software and parental control settings. Also something that Christy, Dr. Christy Goodwin mentioned was she likes to have regular device audits where she sits down and she looks at the apps that are on her children's devices and makes sure that she understands what those apps are for and how they're used. So a regular device audit is a great way to make sure you are supervising your child. Now, supervision is also simply just being in the same room as your child and their device sometimes. Sometimes it's a little more than that. You know, I guess what I mean by that is there will be times when I'm sitting at the dining room table and I'm working and my kids might be watching something on YouTube kids or they might be using just normal YouTube if it's something that they can't find on kids. But just me being there is helpful because it's a large screen. So it might not be the same if they are on a device and you can't actually see the device. So really thinking about how are you supervising your child's screen time, such as the boys and I have a rule that if they want to use normal YouTube, I have to be in the room. If it's YouTube kids, YouTube kids, excuse me, that's fine. They can use that while I'm on the stair mill. Um, so just really understanding what your level of comfortability is with how much you're supervising. Another great tip is to make sure kids are using devices in common areas and not taking into their bedrooms overnight um, or before bed or just taking them into like a private space. You know, the the example Christy gave when we spoke was about how your preteen daughter or son is less likely to be sending nudes if they can only use their phone in common areas. You know, if they're not allowed to take it into the bathroom, they're not allowed to take it into their bedroom. That is a system to protect them. As I said, knowing the apps, also familiarizing yourself with any games that your children may be playing so that you really do understand the chat functions that are built into those games. Now, I will put my hand up and say I hate gaming. Like it's, I could think of nothing worse personally for me. It's just not something I enjoy. But I have played all of the games that my boys have on their Switch because I want to understand what it is that they're doing, what it is that they enjoy so much about it, and how easy is it for chat functions and things like that to pop up. We also have a rule that if a setting like notification pops up they are not to click it if they can't understand it or if it implies that someone wants to chat to them. So 
the boys will often come to me and say mum something's popped up and it says now read it for me and they'll ask which button do they press you know are they allowed to press accept do they need to press ignore so just having those conversations with your children about hey screen time is a privilege part of that privilege is that you need to contribute to making this a safe experience and part of that is coming to me asking me having that open dialogue surrounding what is going on in the app the third point i wanted to touch on is to understand predators can get in touch with children via games as well as social media and messaging apps and things like that and it's worth familiarizing yourself with the kind of dialogue that predators will use to um, to become familiar and become friendly and build trust with children it's such an insidious disgusting thing that we as adults don't want to think about because how upsetting to live in a world where there are people like that but we have to we have to understand there are people out there who are really good at speaking our children's language and they are really good at finding those vulnerable children who they can win over through flattery and attention and camaraderie so understanding predators can create false profiles where they have false profile names and false um, display pictures and that they are really good at getting through to your children and using subtle coercive language Um, so yeah I, I know that on some of the police social media accounts they will have examples of the sort of language that people will use to kind of get your kids on side so it's worth just having a look at that and again having conversations with your children that are age appropriate because you don't want to scare them but you do want them to understand they are not to talk to anyone that you have not given the green like thumbs up to the green light to <laughs> um next up understand what your child is getting from screen time it's really easy to think okay well I know that they're just preoccupied right they're being entertained they're happy enough they enjoy it and it gives me a chance to do some really important things or some non-important things whatever it is Um, or it's just part of their day but having a real think about what your child is doing on the internet and what they're getting from it you know are they going towards something on the internet because it's giving them connections such as they always are they always wanting to use a messenger function to talk to their friends could that be a bit of a signal to you that maybe they need more connection from you or from other family members or from friends or are they going to the internet for information on a certain topic Um, because that can be just great intel on your kids to be like oh I notice you're always looking up um, Komodo dragons let's go get a book out from the library or can I look that up with you can we talk about it can you tell me about this animal Um, you know just actually understanding what is it that they're getting from it are they laughing is it pure entertainment it's just worth having that knowledge for yourself so that you're not oblivious to how how they are using the internet and what they're getting from it number five the last little 
area that I wanted to touch on is just balance and also basic needs. So understanding that using the internet can absolutely be an asset. It can be helpful. It can be so informative and it is just like the water that our kids are swimming in that we're all swimming in right now. But basic needs such as nutrition, sleep, movement, connection, socialization, dialogue, all of those things are so important. And if internet use is getting a really big piece of the pie, what other areas of your child's life or those basic needs could be perhaps suffering a little bit? So just again, back to my point above of understanding what is your child getting from their internet usage and could you meet those needs in real life as well, such as say they're really, really loving, um, as I said, like learning, connecting, entertainment. Can you bring those things into a family setting offline as well because you might notice then your child's inclination to spend so much time on the internet could just naturally decrease if things are sort of a little bit more balanced so basic needs sleep movement socialization communication connection contribution and balance super super important so those are just five things i wanted to touch on today given that it is the week of safer internet day understanding what is it that you're keeping your children safe from how can you supervise and moderate understanding coercive language that predators can use understanding what your children are getting from their screen time and just doing a bit of a basic needs and balance audit as well all of those things can absolutely go towards having a safer internet experience for the whole family Now, before I run off, I did want to let you know that we have activated a code for you. If you want to jump over to the Kind Parenting Company, we have set up the code PODCAST, all in capitals, which will give you 20% off all of our programs. So we do have the online sleep programs available and then also toddler life as well. If you enjoy the podcast, you're going to love these programs because they all come with unlimited access to the audio versions of our program. So that code again is PODCAST, all in capitals for a massive 20% off and it is live right now because if you have toddlers in particular, I think you're really, really, really going to love Toddler Life where we discuss things like behavior, communication, frustration, meltdowns, introducing a new sibling, sleeping, and so many other things as well. Jump over to thekindparentingcompany.com and use that code podcast now to save yourself 20% off podcast all in capitals. I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. As always, it would mean the world if you take a screenshot, pop it up on your Instagram stories and tag us at the kind parenting company and we could share it on our stories as well. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to talking to you again really soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe and also to head over to thekindparentingcompany.com to check out our resources. We hope to see you in the forum soon.